And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. It is Thursday here that we're on the web. Well, it's Thursday where we're recording here for BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and of course, is with me as always the one, the only Ryan Horvat. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. It's Thursday. We're one day closer to the weekend. Uh, we got some good series coming up this weekend, but we called it. I said when we come back on on Thursday, the Cardinals are going to have a one-game lead in the wild card, and uh, we are correct on that as the Cardinals just never go away, and there they sit. Dare I say, Ryan, we have been an absolute fire lately. Everything we have said would happen has happened. In fact, so much so that we had Monday night bets uh, getting ready for this you know, weekday slate of games. And I believe you and I absolutely crushed it. We were like 10 of 13, not to mention that we're, every team that we think is going to go to playoffs seems to be shaking out that way. The AL wildcard, absolute chaos. But hey, I've been singing. I've been singing the praises of Toronto for a while, and look where they're at. And you and I both had the Cardinals jumping back into it this week, and look where we're at right now. And we got another full slate of weekend games that we got a preview for you today because we have so much, so much to talk about. Because specifically, the AL and NL wild card are completely up for grabs this weekend alone. Yeah, I can't wait till this weekend, man. It's going to be awesome. And I'm the Blue Jays. A good call by you. Won't go away. Scoring a bunch of runs, doing their thing. Um, the Cardinals, hopefully they do go away here. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I mean, the Padres do pick up the victory on Wednesday night. I was on them Wednesday night. I was also on them on you Darvish night, and he struggled once again. What's the latest on Blake Snell? If you... We don't know yet. Okay, we, still, we, say, don't, we don't have anything. an official word. I, okay. I I can't believe it. I mean, it's it was a growing injury that it came out of the game early. Uh, that's a huge hit for the San Diego Padres. He has been the best pitcher for that team by far for the second half, that is. I want to make that abundantly clear. The second half. For the year, it's got to be Joe Musgrove. You, you mentioned you had uh, Joe Musgrove yeah. on Musgrove night on Wednesday night. I always think Joe Musgrove is a very safe pick for the San Diego Padres. I think he's one of the best arms, actually, in Major League Baseball, and people don't ever even talk about him. First no-hitter in San Diego Padre history. Pretty cool for a local kid down there in Southern California. Yeah, I think he's like 10-2 and two in his last 12 starts or something like that. He's been ridiculous, man. Quality start after quality start. The one guy in that rotation right now that I could trust for the Padres. I just keep going back and thinking, what if they land Scherzer at the deadline? You know, man, it, 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 we might be looking at a completely different scenario where the Dodgers are currently up 15 games on that first wildcard spot. By the way, of all how good the Dodgers have been lately, and I mean they have been good, they have only gained one game on the San Francisco Giants in the previous 10 games. It's incredible how the Giants themselves have been playing, of course, dropping that Wednesday night game, the San Diego Padres. But let's talk about that because we do have a couple of holdover games from the series this week, and we got to start with the San Diego Padres. They are taking on the San Francisco Giants. They got to face Gossman. Gossman, who, yeah. uh, you know, all-star, been the ace of the San Francisco Giants. It is plus 155 for him. The uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it is uh, minus 190 for him, plus 155 for Johnson in San Diego. Johnson, just another name on the Rolodex of arms that the Padres have had to call up due to the fact that everyone is hurt. Listen, I am not putting much on the San Diego Padres, not only on Thursday evening, 
But going forward, I do not think this team is going to stick around for this playoff run. I think it's going to be someone else's game, possibly Cincinnati. But really, I think it's going to be the Cardinals. Yeah, unfortunately, I do think it's going to be the Cardinals as well, which is crazy because just like a month and a half ago, I thought that they were DOA. I thought they were finished, and here they are. You look at this game, you know, you mentioned Johnson going for the Padres uh, today, going back to that one. 57 appearances, 3-3 three and three with a 2.98 ERA. I don't know what I'm doing with this one, Padres-Giants today. I uh, was on the Padres last night, the night before that, when we recorded uh, on Wednesday. Like I said, I was on Darvish, and he got blown up. What are you doing here with this one against the Giants? I really meant I hate, I just feel like it's just not a very lucrative decision going against the Giants this year. It's not. It just like, are they going to get bored here anytime soon and just start losing some of these games? They really can't afford to. They can't because if they do get bored and they start losing some of these games, the Dodgers aren't going anywhere. And the last right. thing the Giants want right now is to get in that wild card game. Right. Because that wild card game is just chaos. You don't know what's going to actually take place. We've seen the Dodgers get bl- shut out 10 nothing this year. It can happen in that game. I don't want it to happen, but it could feasibly happen. Uh, but back to the game that is taking place on Thursday night between San Diego and San Francisco. If you open up your BetMGM app, you'll take a look at the lines. And quite frankly, the lines are not very attractive to me they give you really the two and a half line and even that is minus money which is enough for me to kind of stay away from this game even though I'm absolutely fading the San Diego Padres and think the Giants have this well at hand um the one line I am liking even with Gossman on the mound and I went back and forth on this I like the over tonight minus 105 over eight and I I like it not because of the Padres I like this because I think the Giants themselves can put up eight runs on Johnson yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you there. I definitely don't think I could play the under in this game. Like, you look at it for Gossman, right? This is going to be his fourth start against the Padres already this season. 2-0 and in those outings. He's actually allowed just one earned run in each game. Overall, five career appearances, four starts against the Padres. 2-0 and with a 2-2-2 ERA. Um, but still, like, I, I do think this is a game where we're going to see some runs that are scored especially since he's had success early on this season against the Padres. I was looking at their team total. I think I'd go full game over. I think that is the play for me, especially when it's sitting there at eight. If it's eight and a half, maybe I stay away. I think I'm, I'm going to play the under with you. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going the over. I mean the over. over That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the over. I think the over is a good bet. I really do. I think it's it's the only bet in this game that I actually even like. Uh, The rest of them are just. I I think is foolish. Stay away from them. Not a lot of value to it. Yeah. Uh, Another game taking place today with a lot of playoff implications. They are tied for the AL wild card with man. It's a three way tie right now. The Boston Red Sox, the Toronto Blue Jays, and of course the New York Yankees. Thursday taking on Baltimore in Baltimore we know what the Orioles are we just know what they are they they're they're terrible they're barely a team at the moment and we can't sit here and pretend that the Yankees have been playing good baseball they've won a couple of these ball games but it's been one run ball games which has been scaring me a little bit but at the end of the day Montgomery gives up runs Ellis gives up runs they're playing in Baltimore which is a band box it is going to be during the day so the ball's gonna be flying even better I like the over tonight 10 is where they're setting it, and I think they're going to get there by the fourth inning, minus 110. What say you? I played the same thing. I played the over, man. You brought up Montgomery. He's on the bump for the Yanks, um, and then for the Orioles. The, the one thing that Baltimore can do is they can actually hit lefties. They can hit lefties who primarily throw sinker. So I'm with you. I'm going to be playing the over in this game. I think we're going to get a ton of runs. You know, Montgomery this season, 
five and six record, three, seven, one ERA. But Chris Ellis, I don't know if I trust him. I think we're going to get a bunch of runs. I'm with you on the over. I'm staying away from the side just because I don't want to lay that juice because I can't trust the Yankees right now, man. They've been a little bit of a disaster. I mean, I feel like as soon as we started this podcast, they ripped off all those wins. It looked like they were going to run away with the wild card. And now we're sitting here, and they've kind of went back to being the same exact team. Still, I do think they score some runs today. Don't really trust the run line. I'm not going to lay two and a half with them. So let's go with the over here today on I, Thursday. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. And on top of that, by the way, we're talking about a lot of holdover games. We do have one series starting today, and we definitely need to talk about that series that is starting on Thursday evening. That is Detroit at Tampa Bay. Listen, Detroit is a much better team than we all gave them credit for. We really, we really, I think we all kind of dropped the ball on them. I know that they're not going to be in playoff contention right now, obviously, but next year might be a different scenario if they go get a couple of pieces because they're, they're, they're actually winning some ball games and they have a chance to play spoiler. However, tonight, Thursday evening is not one of those evenings. I don't think I really, I like the Rays in this game, but there's just not a whole lot of value on it. Once again, the money line is, you know, minus 200 for a head on the mound but i like the over again eight and a half uh minus 105 these are two teams that could swing it a little bit and we know what tampa bay is i think tampa bay is arguably the best team in the american league yeah completely agree would love to play tampa bay in this spot it would have to be on the run line though because like you said minus 200 just don't really want to lay that juice not that they're not going to go out there and give it 110%. That's what I love about this Rays team, man, though, is everybody in that clubhouse contributes, like literally every dude. Uh, but they're 90 and 56 on the season, so you're not going to get rich betting against them. Still, you know, we're here. It's, it's September 16th, and I don't really want to play that kind of juice against the Tigers. You got Tyler Alexander going for them, like you said, head going for the race. So I could see some runs being scored in this game. And I'm with you on Detroit. My only question, you think Detroit will be able to lure some uh, – free agents not maybe if it's not this offseason in the next couple seasons especially with that pitching staff those young pitchers that they have because I know Detroit's not exactly a destination spot but still like if you look at that division I think here in the next couple of years man it's going to be a winnable division and they got the arms they got the young arms I think it's a much more attractive landing spot that I think people give it credit for I think Detroit has a yeah I think it has a stigma around it that just People think, oh, well, Detroit. But, you know, the Tigers are kind of one of those Mount Rushmore teams. That that D, right. that logo, that that just straight-up insignia of that D goes a long way for me. And every time I look at that D, I think Magnum P.I., and I wanted to be Magnum P.I. when I was a little kid. So you better believe I would have loved to be a Detroit Tiger. And they have money to spend. They right. have a lot of money to spend. And quite, at the end of the day, That's a player is going to go where the money is, and there's money in Detroit. And not to mention A.J. Hinch. You know, a lot of people could say whatever they want about him. He wins ball games, and look what he's doing over there in Detroit. Again, I've talked about it on this show already with you, Ryan. I think that eventually is going to hurt the White Sox really, really bad. Completely agree, man. And I have that White Sox small little World Series ticket that I played this spring, and I would feel much better with Hinch. Not that you know, in Larusa, I mean, he's had his moments, like where literally he didn't know the rule book early on in the season. Yeah. He's been better as of late, using that pitching staff and using his bullpen. But still, man, if AJ Hinch was the manager of the White Sox, I would have to run to the I'd have to run to the uh, window right now and play some more money. Instead, I agree with it. Instead, my biggest chunk is on the on the Rays that we just got done talking yeah. about. Well, we do have one more Thursday evening game. It does have some playoff implications because the Phillies are still in contention on both the East and the wild card. I don't think they're going to catch the wild card. It's more likely they get the East, but I don't think they're going to get that either. They are playing 
the Chicago Cubs. So there's a lot of personal feelings involved with this game. However, you're getting plus money with Kyle Hendricks on the mound. I'm sorry. I'm taking it. Plus 125 going up against Medina, who I do not know. I'm going to take Kyle Hendricks tonight, Thursday evening against Phillies. What do you think? Yeah, here on Thursday evening, I look at those standings. I see the Phillies three and a half games back. Unfortunately, I have to root for the Phillies every single night because I am holding that uh, division winner ticket. Such I'm not cashing it. It's the I, saddest I ticket in the world. <laughs> it's, it's you know what sucks, man? It's, I have this Otani ticket, and you're just waiting to cash it, and you're all excited. But then right next to it, I look every day, and I see that Phillies one just sitting there, and it's like, let me just pay this out right now and get it over with. You know what I mean? Just take my money. Um, <laughs> going back to this one, though, Medina, no clue who this guy is, not going to lie. Adonis Medina, and you have Kyle Hendricks as a plus-money dog. Hendricks is the one holdover from that rotation from the 2016 World Series team. 14 and 6 on the year. The ERA is a little high for Hendricks. It's over four. But still, if I'm getting him plus money, even on the road against a Phillies team that I just don't trust, I have to take a shot with Hendricks. He's the one guy in that rotation that I still trust for the Cubs. So I'm going to be on the Cubs plus money on Thursday night. I am going to be as well. And by the way, you mentioned that Otani ticket, which, by the way, is, in my opinion, the safest ticket that in the world right now. You should have that. Yeah. Under lock and key, make sure no one touches it ever or even looks at it. That being said, how much is it annoying you right now that every single pundit on every show is trying their their absolute damnedest to say, well, what about this MVP candidate? Listen, Otani just got named top 100 most influential people on the planet by planet. Time Magazine, and you're not going to give him the MVP? Shut up, everybody. He's your MVP. It's not even a close second. Yeah, that's just when you know that we're sitting here. It's in, We're in September. You know, there's still some uh, postseason battles, some wild card battles that are going down, but a lot of the top teams have pretty much wrapped things up. You know, you look at the White Sox, they've wrapped it up. You look at the Rays, they pretty much wrapped up their division. So you need a talking point. We do this in every sport, too. Like, we do this in the NBA where Jokic was clearly the best player in the league last year, and it's like, well, what about LeBron? He didn't even play a full season, and people were making the case for LeBron. I just feel like there's always – everything's a debate now, man. All these debate shows and whatnot – Otani's the MVP. It's and again, not even close. Not even close. The fact that we even have to say this is borderline sad. Seriously. Uh, and but we got to get back to these weekend games because man, we got some series ahead of you. Let's talk about the AL wild card, which is still very much up for grabs. We got three teams tied for that wild card spot. Not to mention a couple of teams that are still in the hunt, even though they're fading away. One of which is a team that. I kind of decide I discussed on this show last week saying I'm definitely fading them and they're got to play a team, the Kansas City Royals. I'm talking about the Seattle Mariners, of course. The Mariners have fallen back a little bit, not playing their best baseball right now. I kind of we all saw it coming. We, we knew that they were kind of a flash in the pan. It's not out of the realm of reality that they can't catch up based on how the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees have been playing. But we also discussed the Kansas City Royals. That is a team that scares us both when it comes to spoilers, and I think they're about to spoil their first team in the Seattle Mariners. What do you no, think? I, I completely agree. Like, they got Brady Singer on the mound. He's been up and down. I mean, the record is terrible, 4-10 and 10 on the season. The, uh, the, but the ERA is pretty much the same as Kyle Hendricks. He's been up and down this season, going against Flexen for Seattle, and I think that the Royals are going to play spoiler this weekend. I hate this. I hate this matchup for Seattle, having to go on the road. Like, you look at the standings, and you got the Royals are 66 and 79. But still, they're like, anytime I fade this team, I lose money. So I'm not betting against the Royals. I don't trust the uh, Mariners going on the road this weekend. 
I'm rooting for them, man, but I, I think it's over for them. I think it comes down to a crashing halt this weekend. Yep, another series we got to talk about, Oakland. Um, yeah. what, what, do you, what do you think about Oakland this weekend? Because that, if, if, of every team in Major League Baseball, I feel like the Oakland A's have been arguably the biggest disappointment at the trade deadline, and it's not because of the trades they made. They made great trades, but somehow they stopped winning. Fell out of contention, not fell out of contention, but they fell out of that wild card spot that they had a very commanding lead of. Uh, seeing them fall off this hard, I, I have to think that it's going to be the exact same going forward this weekend. I just don't like them for the wild card. Would you consider them to be one of the more disappointing teams in all of Major League Baseball? Not not only one of them, but maybe the most disappointing team. Like who who disappointed you more this season? Because some the San Diego said, Padres uh, oh, yeah. disappointed me more. I, I'm very very let down by how the Padres season is going. Of course, they're still in it and could be salvaged, but I'm not thinking it's likely. They got they have a series this weekend that we need to talk about because man, this is the make or break weekend for the San Diego Padres as well. But staking with that AL side, yeah. Um, um, Minnesota and Toronto, Minnesota, another disappointing team this year, Toronto surging, absolutely surging. I think the Toronto blue Jays are going to put a stomping on Minnesota in Toronto. You listen, Robbie Ray, uh, on Wednesday night, did Robbie Ray things. He might be pulling himself in number one contention for the Cy Young. He's got a couple more starts left. Luckily for the twins, not against them, but Listen, I'm I'm really digging this team. I I wouldn't be shocked if we see a sweep in Toronto. Same here. I, I hope they score another 50 runs this weekend too, man, and just really lay it on them. You know what's crazy about Robbie Ray? He's going to win the Cy Young, right? And if he does, I, he's going to be the fifth member of that 2014 uh, Tiger staff to win it. You got Scherzer, Verlander, Price has already won it. Isn't that crazy, man? As we got done talking about the Tigers and their new rotation that they're bringing up. Um, it's hilarious. Well, it's hilarious because we just sat around like, well, is Detroit a destination? Yeah, look at all these pitchers that left. That's how I would, yeah, that's how I would sell free agent <laughs> pitchers right there. It was like when the Bulls tried to recruit LeBron James a couple of years back when he was a free agent. They were like, here's Michael Jordan's shoes. Can you fill these? And he was like, all right, I'm out of here. But that's yeah. what they should do is just show him that rotation, man. That is just wild. I'll be all over the Blue Jays. I'll be all over the Blue Jays. And what I like about them, that's one team where I could trust backing them on the run line. How many times I've been on the Yankees this year where I'm like, okay, I don't want to lay the minus 250, but I'll take them on the run line. And they end up winning four to three or losing an extra innings. The Blue Jays are that one team where you know they're going to give you run support. So I'll be looking to hammer them this weekend. And hopefully when we come back on Monday, they got a nice two-game lead or something like that. Well, speaking of those Yankees, they got themselves the Cleveland Indians and they're playing in New York and the Indians, another team that has really fallen off hard this season. Um, um, listen, I, this is a tough one for me because I think this is a very, very tough series for the Yankees. And I just don't trust the Yankees of the teams that are currently tied for the wild card of the only team that I really think is going to fade away is the New York Yankees. And I'm not sold that it's going to be this weekend, but I do think this is going to be a much tougher series than it looks on paper. Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, we sit here on Thursday, man, and I have no idea what that total is going to be on Friday night. I don't care if it's 11. I don't care if it's 11 and a half, 12. It's, if it's one of the higher totals, I'm playing the over. You got Eli Morgan. At least this is what's scheduled right now. Who's got an ERA over six. He's two and seven on the season going against Corey Kluber. And I will be back in the over in that one. But I think this is going to be a sneaky series for the Yanks. And I can see, honestly, the Indians taking it. I'm going to play that total. I'm going to go over on Friday night. 
You know what's crazy about the Yankees? If you would have told me the reason that they faded away, like I actually trust the rotation. I trust the pitching for the Yankees. I don't trust them to give enough run support for the pitching. And that's kind of been the story all season long. They've been tinkering with the lineup. We're here in September and they don't have a set lineup. Not that you really need one in today's world of Major League Baseball, but still, like, they make those additions of Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. They had Joey Gallo hitting in the two-hole. He's striking out all over the place. Don't trust the Yanks this weekend, but we'll be, uh, we'll be looking to play some overs in that series. You mentioned that, but, you, you know, you're talking about an ever-changing lineup, but the Dodgers and Giants have both had 120 different lineups this season. It's nuts. I know. Absolutely crazy. That Rays model, it is exactly that, the Rays model, and they – they just figured it out big time, and I'm blown away that they have. Uh, speaking of which, a lot of runs being scored. Man, in Boston, I think there's going to be a lot of runs being scored between the Red Sox and the Baltimore Orioles. I'm definitely fading the Orioles in this series. This is the other reason why I think the Yankees might be falling off a little bit because the Baltimore Orioles are about to get swept by the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I completely agree. I'll be playing Boston. If there was a series price right now, I would jump all over Boston. I think they sweep this weekend in Boston. They got Chris Sale at least scheduled to make his return uh, on Friday. He's 3-0 on the season. He's been lights out since he's came back. I'll be looking to play his strikeout prop over against Baltimore, and I'll be looking to uh, jump all over the Red Sox this weekend, probably on the run line because obviously we don't have the lines right now. They're going to be like – I won't be surprised to see them like minus 275, minus 300 on Friday night if sales on the bump going against Baltimore, though, at home in Boston. Well, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's switch over to the National League because the National League has got just as much craziness going on right now. San Diego, St. Louis, Cincinnati, they are all in it still. You could arguably make an argument that the Mets and the Phillies are still in that wild card as well. They are not that far out. And the way the Cincinnati Reds and the Padres are playing – you never know. Both teams could start. They're both streaky ball clubs, plain oh, and yeah. simple. So once one of them starts streaking, you never know what's going to happen. However, you got Philly and New York facing each other, which is not exactly the best case scenario for them. If, if, for them to gain ground, one of these teams needs to sweep. And I do not see a sweep come happening this weekend. I think that the Mets are going to win the series two to one, but I'm not expecting much out of this. Definitely not. I'm definitely playing the unders. Um, that's what I'm playing on this weekend. Absolutely, especially Friday evening if we get the pitching matchup that we expect where you got Walker going against Zach Wheeler. And that's why, fingers crossed, you got Wheeler on the bump on uh, Friday. That should start you off, but we know how the Phillies have been this season. Again, I'm not going to be able to back a side because you know who I'm rooting for this weekend. Mm -hmm. They're three and a half back. I need the Phillies. It's either now or never for the Phillies. Say the same thing about the Mets. Every time you think the Mets, like the other night, right, um, on Wednesday evening, I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game. Right before we head home from the studio, looks like they're dead. It's the bottom of the ninth, and Javi Baez hits a solo shot to make it four all. They end up losing in extra innings. You know what I mean? And it's like anytime you think this team gains a little bit of momentum, whether it's in game, whether it's them taking a series, they fall apart the next series or they fall apart in the extra innings. They just, they're a team that can't close for me. Both of these teams, it's like the Spider Man meme where they're just pointing at each other. Every time that they have a shot to come and make some ground, uh, they end up collapsing. So, I'll be rooting for the Phillies this weekend. I'll be playing some unders as well, especially on Friday evening with uh, Wheeler on the mound. Well, staying in the East, Atlanta, they're going to be playing the San Francisco Giants. I'm definitely going to be fading Atlanta for this series. I think best case scenario for them is they win one of the games, but I've never looked at a three and a half division lead and felt that was a commanding lead. But for Atlanta and the NL East, it feels like a commanding lead three and a half games up at this point of the season, because quite frankly, all of these teams 
aren't very good. And, right. and I'm, I'm including the Braves in that. The Braves record right now is 76 and 68, and they're three and a half games up on the Phillies, five and a half up on the Mets. Listen, this is practice. This is the equi- this is the NL East equivalent of running away with it. Seriously, I mean, and it's crazy that we're talking about the Braves, who lose, you know, a top five player in all of Major League Baseball, and they're seventy six and sixty eight, and pretty much running away with this division without really running away with the division. Like a three and a half game lead in that division feels like a fifteen game lead in any other division. I know on Friday night I'll be looking to play the under. If Atlanta's going to take a game in this series, I think it has to be on Friday with Charlie Morton scheduled to go. Uh, you got Logan Webb going for the Giants. He's been amazing this season, though, man. A 280 ERA, 10-3 on the season. I'm guessing that total will be probably at the highest, eight. I think most likely seven and a half. I'll be playing the under on Friday night between those teams. I know with that. With a seven and, if, and a half, too? Woo. Yeah, with a seven and a half. I think that's going to be like a 3-2 game. It is scary taking an under in any Braves game, I'll tell you that. And even with the Giants, same thing, man. Because, I mean, they could score some runs. Other than a couple weeks back when they scored, what, four runs the entire week. But then they got themselves right in Chicago last weekend. It's hard betting against the Giants. But I'll be looking to target some totals, especially in a pitching matchup like that. Well, another massive series that has to do with the NL wild card. We got the Padres, a team that we've talked about quite a bit at length at today. Um, Listen. This is a team that's got a tough schedule ahead of them and right out the gate. When I say their biggest series is this weekend and they're not even playing an in-division rival, they're playing the St. Louis Cardinals, who are currently up one game on the San Diego Padres. What do you think? Do you think that this wild card could be made or break this weekend? I do, and I'll be rooting for the Padres, but I will not be back in the Padres this weekend. And I can't, my heart won't let me do it, man. I can't put money on the St. Louis Cardinals, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, t- that's a tough trip for the Padres you this homer. weekend, man, in St. Louis. Hey, I don't, when the Cardinals lose, baseball fans win, unless you're in St. Louis. Um, I, I think St. Louis is going to take that series this weekend. What about you? I don't think they're going away, and I think that they will be in the postseason. I think that that's <sighs> the team I trust the most. If the Padres could just stay healthy, as big of a disappointment as they've been this year, a lot of that has had to do with injuries. you know. Um, and at times, man, like I love you, Darvish, but I keep forgetting you, Darvish, is 35 years old. And then that, yeah. the injury to Blake Snell last Sunday, that's what kills them because he had his best month as a Padre. Like He was finally starting to figure it out a little bit, even on the road. And then he goes down. He had to, and Arietta actually hasn't been terrible in his last couple starts. Not that he won the other night, but still, he hasn't been as bad as he was, where he was giving up six, seven runs in the first five. Um, still, I think St. Louis takes the series. I hate that I'm agreeing with you on this because I, I'm rooting for the Padres. I want them to win so badly. They're just not gonna. No. I think the St. Louis Cardinals are going to go ahead and take this series. I'm looking forward to seeing the lines going forward. Um, I'm I'm inclined to believe there's going to be some runs scored because the Cardinals have been really swinging the bat lately, really, really well. You got Arenado sitting on 99 RBIs right now and 30 homers. You have uh, Goldschmidt with 27 home runs and like 89 RBIs. This is a team that could swing the bat a little bit, not to mention the Padres themselves can swing the bat a little bit. They scored, put up a nine spot last night themselves. Um, I, I'm looking for some overs, but I, I really think the Cardinals are going to, I don't want them. I really hope they don't sweep the series. How about that? That's my, that's my new goal is that the Padres can take a game in St. Louis. It would probably be on Friday night and I'll be playing the over. I don't care if that total is nine and a half, 10. I'll be with you on the over uh, Friday night, eight fifteen Eastern. Hey, let me ask you, um, with, 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 the, how do you like a team? This is why I hate the Cardinals so much though. What did they even give up? To bring in Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. I can't, I still can't believe 
they, they Colorado just gave up Nolan for like literally nothing, man. But yet the they won't no, say goodbye yeah. to Trevor's story. So what are they doing in Colorado is what I I don't know. I don't think they know. I played for the Rockies for two weeks. It was the worst two weeks of my professional career. I cannot stress that enough. I, I, I hated playing for that organization. And, and they seemingly have no direction. I don't know what they're even thinking. And if you look back at the Arenado trade and look yeah. what they got back, they got back three players, none of which were really top prospects. I will never understand that trade for the rest of my life. Right. Ever, 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 ever. It was just a salary dump. And a, why are you salary dumping the single best third baseman of our generation? And then holding on to Trevor's story. You know what I mean? If you're going full rebuild, just blow the whole thing up. As painful as it was for me as a Cubs fan to see Javi, uh, Rizzo, and Chris Bryant all go. Like, if you keep one of them, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to blow the whole thing up if you're blowing it up in Major League Baseball. So that's puzzling to me. And that's why I hate the Cardinals, because they just get richer. Them and the Dodgers, man. <laughs> well, the Dodgers also have an outrageous amount of money as well. Money, yeah. Uh, but uh, let's talk about those Los Angeles Dodgers really quickly here. They got the Cincinnati Reds. Listen, I'm fading the Reds pretty hard right now. They have not been playing good baseball, and they're walking into a buzzsaw. That is the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Cincinnati Reds are about to get swept and get themselves out of playoff contention this weekend. Yeah, and they got Castillo going on Friday, which, you know, he's been up and down this season, but they're going against Walker Bueller, man. And, and Bueller still wants that Cy Young. I think the Dodgers sweep this weekend, and I don't even think any of those games are going to be close. I think they're going to beat up on the Reds, and I think the Reds are going to fade away. I completely, completely agree with you right there. But those are the game matchups that we're looking forward to this weekend. You guys should take a look at them. The lines are going to be crazy and a lot of playoff implications. It's not. This is not over. Yeah, some of the top slots are decided, but really this wild card is making for an exciting exciting September in Major League Baseball. But guys, if you were to pull out your MGM app right now and you got to check out some futures, we love talking futures on this in this show right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. So let's talk about some futures right now. And we're going to talk about something you're probably not ready to talk about. And that is Rookie of the Year. I think this is an award every year that really gets, I wouldn't say, it doesn't get a lot of love. You don't hear it very much. I feel like in the 90s, this award really meant something. I yeah. It might have been a little bit because the Dodgers won six in a row, and it was just such an unprecedented thing that, like, oh, my God, they just this young Dodgers team, yet that Dodgers team didn't go to playoffs at all. So what did it really even matter? Um, I, I, I think we have a very interesting and eclectic mix of Rookie of the Year candidates, and I want to start in the National League. because Perfect. Yeah, because... At the end of the day, it's you know everybody's excited about young prospects. We talk about it all the time. Major League Baseball. Look at these young guys under twenty five and everything they're doing. This rookie of the year, in my opinion, is not twenty five or under twenty five or even close to under twenty five. He's in fact thirty. He's a four A guy who finally got an opportunity and he put up a thirty home run season. Patrick Wisdom is the National League. Rookie of the year, and I'm sorry, there is no one else on the board for me. It's him. That's it. It's been an unbelievable story. With all the darkness that's been taking place on the north side of Chicago and the blowing up of the team, he has been a bright spot in Wrigleyville. Dude, you're so right, man. And um, obviously, I still hate the moves, but him and uh, Frankie Schwindel have been awesome. the only bright spots, and I've, I've found myself rooting for this team. So with wisdom... I actually played this two days ago because it's plus 1,500. It's 15 to 1 odds you're getting over at BetMGM, man. And I needed a reason to still watch my team because, like, I'm not one of those bandwagon guys. I had a rough week where I was like, I can't watch Cubs baseball for the rest of the year. 
I might not be able to watch Cubs baseball for the next three to four years. And I pay all this money for the stupid marquee network. You know what I mean? Because all the games are blacked out on the MLB uh, channels. So I had to end up getting the marquee network here in D.C. when I make the move. And uh, I needed a reason to watch this team. And it's been wisdom, man. And so 15 to one. I love that. Let me ask you about one more guy, because I only want to talk about plus money candidates here. What about Trevor Rogers, though? I think he's having a great year. I think I think he's definitely a fair. What what is his plus money at right now? So he's plus seven hundred. He's seven to one. I'd want a better price. That's why I'm all over wisdom, and I think yeah. that's the, I'm with you. Like that's the only play for me. He's fifteen to one plus fifteen hundred. <clears throat> Rogers has been great. I was making a lot of money on him early on in the season with his strikeout props. Then the market kind of adjusted, and it moved moved to like seven and a half eight. I've been staying away lately. He's been solid. I don't think he wins it, though, and I'd want a better price than plus 700. And also, listen, not unlike the – I mean, not that you can't be a pitcher and win Rookie of the Year. I, it's not the same as the MVP, but I, there's something to be said about a guy like Patrick Wisdom who's affecting every single game. The guy's a rookie at 30 years old, and he's hitting 30 home runs. 30 that homers. Is, that's enormous exactly. as a rookie. I mean, when Mike Piazza hit 30 home runs as a rookie, we hailed him as a future Hall of Famer. We're not even saying a word about Patrick Wisdom. At the very least, at the very least, he's the NL Rookie of the Year. I'm with you. That's a yeah. great price that you're still getting, too, here in September. So 15 to 1, jump all over. Well, I'm going to jump over that at uh, BetMGM. So here's the question. The AL is a little more interesting because there's been some impactful players. I feel like there's very smart money on a guy in Tampa Bay. Wander Franco has had a very good year, and he's also a massively top prospect that everyone was touting to come up, and he came up and he performed. I'm willing to think that a lot of votes are going to go to him just because of that top prospect status. And just, you know what writers like to do. Writers like to prove themselves right all the time. That is honestly why I think Wander Franco is going to be the AL Rookie of the Year. However, I don't think he should be. I think Vaughn in Chicago should be. But Wander really? Franco, I do. I think he's affected more ball games. I think he's a, he absolutely carried that team for an entire month at one point when everyone got hurt. However, he's not going to win it. The winner, I think, is going to be Wander Franco. Really? Well, you could still get plus 1,000 right now at BetMGM. So you've already just convinced me right there because if I'm getting that price again here in September and I'm getting plus money, I have to do it. You look at Vaughn, he's plus 5,000. That's worth a little uh, pizza money right there. What are your thoughts on now again? Terrible team, obviously, but he's been one of the bright spots other than being able to fade Matt Harvey every uh, five days. What about Mountcastle, 25 to 1? No shot? I he's just not he's a name that we have not heard enough of is honestly yeah. true. like when it comes to these awards it's who who are we hearing about who's voting for these awards it's always the writers and if you're not getting any pencils scratching on that name just Montcastle I've heard his name three times this year and that's unfortunate because he's having a great year I hear the only player I hear about down in Tampa Bay is Wander Franco yeah, same. Um, and then what? Uh, last thoughts. Uh, what are your thoughts on? Um, let's see here. Garcia is uh, three to one now, plus three hundred. Worth a shadow now. It's, I mean, it's to I me. It's just, I need a better price. That's just to me. It's just he. He. He seems like he might be a safe bet, especially if the bet MGM is giving him those odds. But if you're just getting three to one odds, I'm sorry. I, it's just not enough value for me to to throw it on there. Yeah. You know what? I'm convinced. You talked me into the AL, and I was ready on uh, Wisdom. So <laughs> I just, Let's go. That's what I was doing. I was firing away right on uh, BetMGM. So yeah, not to mention, here. not to mention, just imagine what the Tampa Bay Rays do in October. If he has himself a hell of an October, 
it's in the game. The game is over. He's winning. Yeah, yeah. That. He's going to win it. They got two guys that can win rookie of the year. And then they got like eight other guys in their farm system. That'll probably be in the running here in the next decade. Like that team is just absolutely ridiculous, man. Yeah. So love the play. Love Patrick wisdom. Let's get it done. I like it. I like it. Well, that has been it for us today here on BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Of course, follow Ryan Horvat wherever he is. Man, where are you on social media? Where can people follow you? At Ryan Horvat. It's nice and easy. R-Y-A-N-H-O-R-V-A-T. It's a weird last name, but uh, that's how you find me. I'm on there. I don't do TikTok. You do TikTok, by the way. All my, all my partners do TikTok. No, you see, back when TikTok first started, it was called Hypestar, and I yeah. was a paid member of Hypestar. And once they went over to TikTok, I was like, I'm over this. I'm good. By the way, they told me, uh, listen, we don't want to renew you because we don't think anyone wants baseball content on here. And now there's baseball content all over Everywhere. TikTok. So yeah. uh, they were wrong. Yeah, exactly, man. Who doesn't want baseball content, especially this season, man? The league is its honestly better than it's ever been. It's a blast. It's an absolute blast. The game is getting younger. It's getting more exciting. It's getting faster. It's the best, guys. I'm Cody Decker. You can follow me at Decker6 on Twitter. That is it for us. Join us again next week right here on BetMGM, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Be safe out there. Treat each other well. Beat it. <laughs>